Kiss, the highest charting hit for Johnny Reb, now solo in the next phase of his career. If you missed episode 1 of the Johnny Reb story, it can be found on Podbean as episode 24, published on August 22nd, 2021. Trying to chronologise this next phase is fraught with conflicting historical records. We know that there was a move to the CBS Coronet label, the release of the Leiden album Some Swing, Some Sweet, and 145, ironically on the Lee Gordon label, which had essentially ceased to exist by this time. To the best of our chronological ability, Johnny Reb's next release, and his first as a solo artist was How Will It End? CBS Coronet is listed as reaching number 90 on David Kent's national chart without troubling the top 40 charts of individual states. It is the very definition of dreamy pop, so favoured at the time. To Muddy the Waters, Festival released one more Johnny Reb 45 on the Lee Gordon label. 
having been recorded some time previously, the Rebels were the backing band on this track and were correctly credited on the label. Lonesome Road entered the national chart on August 13, 1960 and reached an 84 high. Look down, look down that lonesome road before you travel on. Look up, look up and meet your maker before old Gabriel blows his horn. I get weary toting such a load. I'm just traveling right down that lonesome road. Look down, look down that lonesome road before you travel on. Johnny Reb's biggest hit of the period, the dreamy pop of Think Me A Kiss, coupled with the neo-rockabilly of Loveville. Firstly, Think Me A Kiss. Thank you. 
hitting the charts on October 28, 1960. Think Me A Kiss reached a national high of 21, lasting a significant 18 weeks, a decent-sized hit. The capital city-based charts are all over the place on this one. A 10 high in Sydney on the 2UE chart, 22 in Brisbane, 10 in Adelaide, but only lasted a week, a strange one. And the 22 high in Melbourne, but only the Loveville side charted. I use Gavin Ryan's chart books for all capital city-based data, except Sydney. Here's Loveville, which was written by none other than the great Carl Perkins. Sugar, 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 baby. L O V E V I double L E. I wanna go to L O V E V I double L E. L O V E V I double L E. L O V E V I double L E. L O V E V I double L E. At some point in 1961, Johnny Reb headed for the States, apparently under the patronage of Pat Boone. Whilst there, he recorded two 45s on the Dot label, which were released in Australia on the London label through EMI. The first of these hit the Australian national chart on the 4th of November 1961, but only reached 98. That's a gap of just over a year since Johnny's previous release. A significant gap for any artist's career progress. The A side of the release, All of Me.
all up for me. Why not take all of me? So why not take all up for me? Why not take all of me? So why not take all of me? At some point around the time of this release, Johnny returned to Australia, perhaps to promote the record. However, Johnny always intended to return to the USA. We know this because of an article in Teenagers Weekly, a supplement of the Australian Women's Weekly, on March 7, 1962. It is from this article that we also know of the Pat Boone patronage, apparently having seen Johnny on TV during an Australian tour, and being impressed enough to offer him a contract on the Dot label, which Pat Boone owned. We also know that the American release of the second Dot label 45 was delayed so that it could be released in Australia whilst Johnny was here. Alas, the 45 failed to chart. Here's the A-side, a letter a day. A letter a day While you are away Well, show me that you are lonely too I want to depend on you to send a letter a day Turned to America and appeared on the Pat Boone TV show. Neither Dot Label release charted in America. Thus, it was a return to Australia and more releases on CBS, the first of which hit the charts on December 8, 1962, reaching a 67 high. Anytime you want me. 
wanna hold me, it's alright with me. Anytime you wanna squeeze me, baby, can't you see? Cause I've got love in despair, and believe me, you get to share. Anytime, anytime, anytime. Come on now, honey, let me taste the kisses. You're alright with me. Because if you wanna know what this is, The 45 was released on a new, more lime-coloured coronet label with a red sticker attached proclaiming hot copy. It looked really good, but alas, the coronet label was soon to be retired and replaced with the orange-coloured CBS label. Johnny Reb's first release on this label came in July of 1963, another significant gap between releases, with the A-side being Secret, which unfortunately failed to chart. The Mild Samba of Secret. Why must you and I always meet in secret? On some dark secluded street in secret.
next novel cider, which struggled into the national chart, reaching 83, was to see the beginning of a long-term collaboration with the Atlantics. A lesser-known A-side, firstly, Seein' is Believin'. Originally a hit for Eddie Hodges. Signed B-Side was a great version of Ain't I'm a Dog, originally a hit for rockabilly artist Ronnie Self, himself a bit of a paradox, in that he had two high-charting hits in Australia, yet none in his native America. The other hit was Bobolino. For Johnny Reb, back by the Atlantics, Ain't I'm a Dog was a return to his rockabilly roots. Ain't I'm a Dog. Ain't I'm a Dog. Come on. 
guess that I'd kiss and run Different views on whether the Atlantic's back Johnny Reb on his next release, early 64. The song Hey Now Baby was a co-write between Johnny and his CBS label mate, Colin Cooper, whom the Atlantic's also backed on one of his CBS releases. The Atlantic's are not named on the label. Take a listen to Hey Now Baby, which failed to dent the charts. brings us to an end of Johnny Reb Part 2, a preview of Part 3, The Brilliance of Come On.